one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Redmen TV. Redmen Radio podcast thirteen. Chris, there's something I want to highlight to you before, um, and and just to just to address an issue. And I say an issue; it's not an issue. Um, it's a misreading of things by a couple of people. One person put in the comments on my channel, and someone tweeted me as well, asking if you and I had had a fallen out because we both travelled separately to the to the West yeah. Ham. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, 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 you split because it was like you're doing your own channel and you didn't travel with Chris to the, to to the game. And Chris isn't about. I was like, for like you were in that video. Uh, and secondly, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like it, I thought oh, this is this is overly complicated to explain in either comment form or Twitter form. And I I, I chose to, but I don't think I explained it either. But yeah. Just to clarify, we're fine. Yeah, what what really <laughs> happened is Dean just prefers Paul to me. Dean from Four Four Tunes. So, you know, nothing to do with Paul, but Dean, I'm hating on you right now. Oh, you might want to watch out. Yeah, me, me and Dean's spin off Four Four Tunes channel. That's what I, you watch know, out the for. thing is, I met him in in uh, in Lime Street last night on the way home. He's obviously on the same train. He was, he was probably in first class, first class cunt. Probably. Um, and uh, he was like, "I'm so sorry." I text both of you at the same time, and he replied first. I was like, "I'm not." But it's fine. Like, just a busy, am, just a busier am, man than I. I am dead ass. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know how much of the stuff that's going to come out, but the reason was I Dean got me on the on the guest list for some uh, event with a TV company, TV product, uh, no, t- a company that makes TVs. Yeah, there's loads of them. It's one of them uh, with uh, Gerard and Alana were there, so there'll be there, there might be some stuff off the back of that. The, 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 there was a, a gaming equivalent of a basically a, 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 a bleep test that me and Dean had to partake in. It'll definitely be on Four Four Tunes' channel, which I highly recommend. Um, I can't see how we kind of come out looking good at that, but anyway, we move on. Um, just just to clarify though, Redman TV is not dead. We're okay. We're as okay as we ever were. You can decide how okay that is, uh, judging by how much passive aggression goes into this podcast. Um, normally, it f- depends on how badly we've slept, really, doesn't it? Generally, and I've slept really badly. <laughs> you prick. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, we've got a question to kick us off then, Chris. Uh, Jacob R. Jakey underscore, you'll never walk alone. That's not a question. That's not a question. <laughs> begins. It begins. <laughs> Favourite final season game, moment or memory can be Liverpool or non-Liverpool related? Istanbul. That's a good point, yeah. Last <laughs> <laughs> game of the season. Yeah, that's a good point. If, if you had to do... Let's, let's, let's stick on theme and go Premier League. Um, I've got a couple. The one the one that stands out for me, and it's, not, it's, it's only... It is Liverpool related, but not in the not in the way that you'd is it expect. The it's the Blackburn one, and it's that moment. It was like in a space of about thirty seconds where Liverpool scored, and all the Blackburn fans all got their heads in the hands, and then the West the news Ham. filters around that West Ham is beating Man United, and and basically realised the tit- the title's done, and it's obviously people have got radios in the ground and it all gets passed around. And they go from like oh, to ah, go mental celebrating. The best of that was we got to win that game, so we got to win at Anfield, and yet also Blackburn got to win the title instead of Man United so yeah that was pretty good I, this is a, it's a sorry state of affairs because I just can't remember that many of them because there's just been too many games that don't matter mm. and you know that's what we've got this season the exact opposite of yeah. that even you know how many times over the years now it's like it just it just 
It, we, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. We're all standing around to give them a, a clap at the end. Yeah. Nobody cares well, they made about it, their actual game. They made it a lap of appreciation, didn't yeah. they? Not a lap of honour, because we don't we don't do honours anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's not good enough. Like, no, so no. This could be one of those ones. It has, it has the potential to be one of those ones that does stand out in the memory. Mm. Yeah, we've had a few. I mean, the, normally the, the best ones are when they're not league-related, they tend to be, like you say, last season's was, was really good because... We were sending the boys off to the to the Europa League final, so that was a really good atmosphere around that. And the one 13, 14 yeah, was was really good as well. Just again because there was just so many. Even though we'd not won the title, there was a real good vibe that Liverpool were on the right track. Little did we know. Um, and so yeah, but you're right. It's it's hard to think of many. Not, we haven't had too much last day drama. You know, we're not involved in anything. Well, exactly. We? And what I want to get back to, it's been, you think about it, like the early, the late 90s and early noughties, we, we were, were quite a lot. And it was mainly like we'd normally fuck something up on the last day and cost ourselves Champions League. But then what happened was, toward the, toward in the Rafford era, we just get the business done. I remember us, maybe I'm wrong, I think it was, we played Ipswich toward the back end of the season, maybe even the last game, and we just absolutely tonked them. And we just did, you know, we just went and went and did the business and there was no there was no questions asked. But you're right, it's, um, hopefully this goes down as one of them. And it, we did this last week about what top four means. I'll be buzzing, I'll be elated because I think this, the stress we've put in to the whole season, if we managed to do it, uh, and we should, I think we'd be right of us to, to, to appreciate to, to appreciate the lap of the of the players. If we make it, yeah. If we make it. Covering it. Keep yourself covered. Yeah. I'm so nervous about it. Well, actually, you know, while, while, come on. We, we normally save getting the bin for, for later on, but it, I think it fits in quite nicely. I need to put the fear in the bin, Paul. You need to take the fear. All of the fear. I can't, I can't take it anymore. I was talking to Arsenal fans yesterday and they're so down in the dumps about it and I... There is no reason Liverpool don't go out after the performance against West Ham and tonk Middlesbrough. Mm. Except I've got the fear. Yeah. And I can't bring myself to think that we're going to do it. Yeah. I'm just like, I am so nervous. I was stood outside uh, ball seat yesterday, like scratching my head and put my hands to my ear and like, are you all right? I'm like, no. So that's trying to recreate your tinting haircut There's from no the weekend. Way, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, and they're like, what's the matter? I'm like, we're six days out. I can't take this anymore. We're six days out from the game, and I am stressed. Something chronic about this. So someone just take the fear out of me, please. Amazing. Wow. I can't take it, Paul. That's Honest mad. to goodness. Like, Maybe I've done myself some favors. You're right. I. It would be what needs to happen is well, I, I, we're going to come on to all this, of course. But you're right. We 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 should we should be able to take heart and comfort from what David, we saw at the weekend. But David Moyes. Please be a football genius. Well, I would love nothing more than us to spend the next hour or so talking about how this is all up in the air. It's going to come down to the last game and then Arsenal drop points against Sunderland tonight. And this is the thing. West Brom are a good side. City are playing tonight as well. You know, Mm. that's a tough game. I've not even thought about Man City. We can still get third place. Yeah. You know, if they lose, Arsenal can still get in and Man City can still get out, can't they? I mean, it really is all to play for. And Oh, man. That's why it means so much, Paul. That's why I'm so scared. The fear it. does need to get in. But you're right. It's the yeah, yeah. Every the problem is the problem is is that there's no middle ground for Liverpool because the absence of fear just what fills that vacuum is overconfidence. It's never <laughs> or or arrogance or cockiness. You know what I mean? There just needs to be a enjoyment. There needs to be like a the ability to it's it it's. It's like being on the roller coaster, and you go, and you, and once you go over that, you go, you go up that, you, you're going up the hill, and it's clank, 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 and you're going up, and it, the, the, the pit of your stomach, and it's right there, and it's that sinking feeling. Oh my god, what am I doing? Why have I done this? And then you go over the first bit, and you go, and then you either go one or two ways. You either go and keep your eyes closed and scream for the whole way, or you, or you put your hands up and you, and you, and you laugh and you enjoy the whole thing. Oh, you see, I've always put my hands up to show that I'm not scared, but I am. <laughs> I'm like that. Inside, ah! Oh, my hands up. I'm fine, lads. 
there is definitely an element to that. I must admit, maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I, I like I love love roller coasters. I've been on some of the biggest ones in the world whenever I get the chance. There's some big ones. I've ridden a big one or two in my time. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I've been one. on the big one plenty of times. I've, I've ridden the big one multiple times. Um, specifically, go to Blackpool just to ride the big one on my own. Sometimes, no. um, but I, I, I used to. It was a proper thrill seeker in that. I used to lo- lo- love rides. I went. <laughs> we went. We took. We took. We, we lads to uh, Thomas Land about three years ago, and they've got like some. It's in. It's in one of the slightly bigger theme parks as well. Not one of the big big ones, but anyway, they've had some a couple of grown up rides in there. And me and my brother in law went on one that's essentially like a big version of it. Something you'd see at like a, a carnival fairground kind of thing, where it kind of swings around and spins you at the same time. And I did the thing, and I always like you do. It's always worth laughing. Because you don't want to look like it's if it's hurting you, you don't want to make people look like it's hurting you. You want to look like it's the fucking you've you've got this under you. I um I felt really ill, like, <laughs> really really ill, and I had that moment of like this episode of um, Modern Family where Phil loves the rides and then he goes on and he's getting sick and he thinks he's got an old. It says he's got the flu, but I was I don't, I don't think I had the flu. I'm just I'm concerned that maybe my inner ears has changed as I've, as I've gotten older. But maybe maybe this is a perfect analogy for how the seasons go. And I'm okay, but give me two days. Three days once we get through all the 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 glow from West Ham's faded a little bit, um, I might I might be able to share you. I I really want to be the Liverpool fan who is dead optimistic this weekend, and I just can't I can't get the fear out of me. Mm-hmm. I really can't. Like the, I said before, there is no reason Liverpool don't just go and batter Middlesbrough. Mm-hmm. There is no reason whatsoever. If we play the same sort of side that we played at the weekend, we play the same type of football, we'll dominate them yeah. and we'll kill them. But there's so much riding on it, I can't get it out of my head. Like. Mm. Uh, we'll come on to Borough in, in a little bit. Um, we've also got some questions that you've left on iTunes as well, which we promised. We've actually pre-prepared them this week, which, I mean, if you enjoyed the fun of us scrambling around desperately, um, then I'm afraid Fuck that's you. gone. <laughs> Fuck you. That's gone this week. Uh, we've got a comment as well from the comments on the website because obviously we post the video version of this podcast on there with bonus material answering more of your questions at the end so we've got some of that to come and more of your Twitter questions as well but anyway um, Chris we survived West Ham we survive it mate dominated it we owned it superb yeah I mean, I mean to us Physically, are we there? We didn't get stabbed to death, which was well, a good thing. I mean, thing. I'm not the same person that I was on Sunday <laughs> afternoon at one o'clock, but I have survived. Mm. Yeah, I'm in partying with the West Ham lads afterwards. I Is this the fear? Do you think the fear might be linked into the fact that you're on day two of your hangover? Probably, mm. probably, yeah. Oh well, low serotonin it, levels. It, it is what it is. There was a point where I sat in the pub last night, um, and I had one pint, and I was with six people, and I had my head in my hands. Above the table like this. <laughs> and they went, are you all right? And I went, no, I'm not all right. I'm going home. And I just went and got, I just went and got the same at Liverpool. Wow. Because that one pint just, I was fine before the pint and I had the pint and I was like, you idiot. <laughs> Why did you have one pint? Hair of the dog that bit me. Yeah, it, it, it again. Doesn't work like that anymore. Them days are long gone. Them days of just getting up. I remember we used to do them working, working in the the pub in Sheffield and living in. And I just be, I was pissed every day. And I used to get up, and I, I you know, I, I, I get to about three o'clock in the afternoon, and then I just start drinking again because that was the that was the best way. I think it, the best way to the best way is just to either not drink or all drink. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Like it. it, it, it I got into sleepy time, like you know what I mean. When you have that one pint, it's just like I just want my bed. I just want my bed, and I want my wife, and I want to snuggle. And I want my wife. <laughs> I want my bed. Oh, I really hope she's listening because she probably needs some good points. I definitely do need the good points. Yeah, I need, good points. I need many good points too. Um, but yeah, I am. Um... I also had my best ever moment after West Ham. I think it did. I absolutely. Anyone who watches Bazinga. Uh, or, yeah, on YouTube, he's absolutely massive, like two and a half million subscribers or something. Played him at ping pong, £20 bet that I'd smash him everywhere. Smashed him everywhere, no problem. Didn't take his money, probably should have. <laughs> but I, th- I think I'd been pretty smug about us beating them 4 0 when I got pissed. Um, and then we were playing doubles pool, and I was it was my shot on the black. Go and check his YouTube video out. I do the no look shot on the black <coughs> into the camera. 
and popped the black. I hundred thousand, hundred thousand people have done that. The risk reward was there. I knew it was a risk reward thing. The risk was the the risk wasn't great enough. The reward was. You were ten pints in. Did you really know there was a risk reward thing? I didn't really know my name. <laughs> It is sensational. If you've not seen it, uh, I, I I never heard of the, the fella. So you know, it could show me it was there. Uh, it's impressive. It's the kind of thing that I try all the time after a few pints, and more often than not, I fuck it up and laugh. Um, it reminded me of a moment I had many many years ago playing uh, playing killer f- for money in the pub, and, and someone saying, and I had what one shot on the black and doing the line, and he's going, "Oh, you want to be doing this? You want to do this?" I went, "I've got this." And I fucking went down, bang and slide. You know what I mean? They're the moments that you never, that never ever happen. So when they do happen, you have to, you have to save them. It was sensational. Highly, ha- highly recommended. Um, morning viewing is Mr. Bajax. No look, no look pots. Um, yeah, but the gate that like, I, I got a lot of credit for. Not again, not being murdered in amongst the West Ham fans. I, I think the fact that they were just so. I think we. I think they're the players. Had the players put in a good, I think the players put in a better show than I maybe thought they would do, particularly in the first yeah. half. But the second we scored, for the moment we scored, they missed that chance for Danjay Ayew. Um, but that was it. After the 15 minutes until the 44, they did nothing. Yeah, that was that was pretty much them done, and the, you started to see all the weight of all the shit that's been going on from all the season. They've been in reasonable form going into the game. We, we, we talked about that they had a good record against us, and it was like five. They, we, we'd not beaten them in prior to, prior to this. Um, but kind of like Everton in some regards, it like reminded me in some respects of the Everton FA Cup semi final. Not only because that ground is most is, is a cup final ground, not a not a football week in week out ground, but they did. I think they we killed them off, and that ground. I mean, like three 0 the ground emptied. The ground yeah, emptied. It was, it was magic, was it? Mm. Um, th- yeah, I think you're right. I think you know the first the first sort of fifteen minutes we had a bit of a struggle with them, and they. St- they, this is the thing, they they didn't start like a team who played as bad as they did throughout the rest of the game. Yeah. They started like a team who did have something to play for mm. and weren't on the beach almost. And we made them look like that, actually. Yeah. I think, you know, um, from about 15 minutes to 45, we took control of the game. What I was most impressed with, though, was what we did after half-time. Because I think when you watch it back, there's four chances within like three minutes for us after half-time. Yeah. And that is just like them going, lads, there's a lot of fucking riding on this. You saw how close that AU thing was. We've got to go out there and blitz this team. Right? Yeah. And if we can do that against Middlesbrough, then Middlesbrough don't have a chance. No, exactly. You know, it was such a good performance from the Reds. Yeah, the, mo- such a good the most encouraging thing about it was that you're dead right. We were, we were battering them and they made substitutions to try and get something out of the game. They they, they brought Fagouli on, didn't they, on the right wing? You look really good. Like um, I was but, talking to um, Graham from West Ham Fancy TV about him because that's who I was sat next to. And uh, he was like, listen, if he's on fire, he's unplayable. But if he's playing badly, he's literally the worst player you've ever seen. Like. <laughs> and he did, he came on and he just, he looked on fire. Like, Well, he did, he offered everything. They, they had no width in that first half at all. And that, that was a real uh, thing that they could have exploited a bit more of because they had a little bit of joy um, getting in behind once or twice. Um, but yeah, the, the second they made those changes, what was really encouraging was that they made changes and we went okay, okay. That actually plays into our hands. Let's just keep let's just keep going. And Phil Coutinho basically decides. Well, there's actually was essentially there was one. They, they went to four, didn't he? By 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 all accounts at the back, is that right? Or did I didn't he? But the it took font off anyway. Yeah. And it, and in doing so, it's almost like Coutinho went. Okay, great. Well, I don't fear anyone else who's left in, left in front of me. And he just started going. He just started pushing on and pushing on. And to see Coutinho having so much joy through the middle of the pitch when we've seen where him. Where did you think he played? I thought he played where I thought he played where I thought Lalana would have played if we played there. I said say, this before the game that those two could switch. If, if, we, if we if if we played a four four two diamond for the sake of argument, I put him as one of the two centre mids. Yeah. Essentially, because yeah. Lallana very much played the ten. Um, he was there was there were times when we've talked about this in the past where Liverpool it's a weird almost a weird variation on four three three the way Klopp does it where your two centre forwards don't play very narrow they actually play quite they play on the edges of the the left and right side of the eighteen yard box sort of and you'd have your third man pushes up into the middle kind of like the reverse of what we do with yeah, the yeah, defence yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the false ten yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah Lallana suppose really well and Coutinho just got to. Sit deep and pull all the strings. He was, he was, he was wonderful, wasn't he? He was, he was, mate. I mean, there was times where he was just. It seems like he had 
he had a lot more space in front of him, a lot more time on the ball, didn't he? I mean, you know, sometimes it can be quite crowded when he picks the ball up on the wing because he's got a full back, he's got everybody else and stuff. When he picked that ball up deep in the in the middle of the pitch, they they're asking questions of him, aren't they? Did he go out to him? In which case he's got a nice easy pass on. Or if they let him get up ahead of steam, he's gonna he's gonna railroad you and go yeah. straight past you like a little dink of the shoulder and stuff. Well, there'd have been no preparation for Phil Coutinho in that position as well, which you know, so maybe it's a it's a one-off bounce factor from that to, to some extent. But this is the thing; it's not because we saw him do this in thirteen fourteen. Mm. We saw him play exactly this position, you know. For you know, there was I think there was that was that thirteen game run. Did he play that throughout that? Because we had Moreno on the left wing. It's entirely possible. We had Sacco at left centre. No, 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 we didn't have Moreno at the time. We had Flanagan at uh, oh, yeah. left back. But yeah, yeah, uh, you know, uh, the the best example of it is the Arsenal game at Anfield where he, he just bullies one. he bullies Jack Wilshere in the middle in the middle of the park now uh, because it was. Sterling playing the ten in that in, in at, 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 at the time. Um, so yeah, no, I, 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 but sorry. What I mean is though is that we've not seen evidence of that. So they'd have, and and I wonder how much of it was pre-planned as well because we talked about this very briefly post-match. If Roberto Firmino's fit, I'm not sure we play that team in that formation, no. which is funny, you know, isn't it really? Well, you, you could be right. I, I think I'd hazard the guess that we would have just put out the same side to be honest, but. I could have quite easily seen Firmino play for Origi mm. because that I think works as well. I think that might even work a little bit better to be honest. I think Origi was pretty poor first half, had a good second half. Uh, it seems to you pointed this out. I think it was last week or the week before. He seems to get better when the teams get a little bit more tired. Yeah, like his fitness is just a little bit better. And he seems to find those spaces. I don't know whether he he's quite slow at analysing what the defence is doing yeah. and then he maybe grows into that game it could be as well I mean the fact is we forget don't we he's 22 yeah. and okay 22 is not 18 but he grows into games naturally as well I think yeah. you know and I think he's the problem with being the centre forward is you are the be all and end all and I think there's something too and we've, we've said this about a few a few times is that are, we too often tell our 22 year olds that they have to be the main men for Liverpool, <laughs> and it takes a, it's a very rare caliber of player who's capable of doing that. And we've had a, we, we, the problem is with Liverpool because we've been such a good team, you know, by and large for forty years or whatever that we've had loads of them. So it's very hard. We harshly judge players who aren't the, the best in the world at, at their age. But you know, when you put Divock Origi in that team, it's got Daniel Sturridge as partner, and it, this comes what comes back to a lot of the stuff we've said. Um, we say this all the time. Their defense will have been shitting it about Daniel Sturridge. Because he's really, he's really good at football. Yeah, he's, look, his, his pace isn't there. We've said this, but he can finish, and you know he gets that opportunity. He goes around the keeper, and there is no doubt when Daniel Sturridge when he gets into those. That if that's Ben Teke, you are worried that he's not going to score. It's Daniel Sturridge, and the only question mark is: is the defender going to catch him? Mm-hmm. And when you realise he's not, yeah. you know it's going to be one 0 And because it, he, he, he takes it on his right foot. Right. He's, he's, you class. Know, he's absolutely re- class, and he's better as a two, and he yeah. always has been better yeah. as a two. And yeah. this is the thing: he's not a he's not a lone lone centre forward. And I, I think, I still think Daniel Sturridge is going to go, but I'm really happy for him. Yeah. But I also think that don't be surprised if we play two up top a lot next season against teams with three at the back, because I've been saying this for a couple of days now. That's how you beat three at the back. Yeah. You put two centre forwards against them. Three at the back is made to play against the four, two, three, one. Yeah. You almost said this at the start of the season when Chelsea changed, didn't yeah. you? You got that one centre forward, you play the three centre backs, it's easy. Yeah. You play two centre forwards against three centre backs. And you're asking them a que- you're asking them a question. Yeah. And especially when it's three dead slow centre backs like yeah. they are. I do wonder because the the thing is, I don't think the four four two diamond is 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 the is is the long term answer because I think we've seen what its faults are. It's kind of a formation that has its day, and you can use it sporadically when you need to get something out of something. Exactly what you're saying. When a team's got going to show no ambition in terms of in terms of causing you problems, but it's probably worth. It's like that thing of if they'd had two really good wing backs, they could have absolutely fucked us. You know what I mean? It with that, or they'd had two good really good wingers on the pitch because the biggest criticism of four four two diamond is just. No, of no, course it's the width. It's, yeah, gen- it's generally speaking, it's the crossfield passes that kill you on the on that because everybody rolls over to one side of the pitch to cover the space, and then there's loads on the other side. So that's where you really get killed with the diamond. But what you can do is what we did against them and just keep those 
keep them pushed back. Now it's different against a Chelsea. We're yeah. going to keep on pushing on. So you're right. It's those teams. It's not a no formation ambition. for them, is it? Yeah. But two strikers. How many times did Kleine and I think it was Divock or whoever was running into that right wing, Lalana, quite often just one two around their mm. left wing back. Yeah. And it was so easy. He had no appetite for for coming back towards the yeah. towards the well, uh, goal line. It's just that how many times we got. We had men men in and around the box because again you've just naturally got two guys who want to be want to be there and thereabouts and when one they both but equally they both like pulling out wide to get a bit of space get on the ball and the problem we've got is that at times is that in the absence of Steven Gerrard two thousand eight two thousand nine who was making that burst and running beyond Fernando Torres time and time again we do we, the problem is we've got too many players who still like to be the guy outs, outside the box whereas. Daniel Sturridge and David Carrick kind of like having the ball outside the box. They're fine with it. They, they enjoy it. But they also want to be the guy who sticks the yeah. ball in the back of the net. So when one of them's pulled out, well, hello, we've got another guy in the in the fucking box. It sounds so simple, but it, it is simple. And, by the way, I'm pulling Divock on that, not passing to Daniel Sturridge. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm trying. To, I was trying to sort out the timeline on that in my head because. I, I watched the I watched the ten minute before? highlight because I can't work out whether it's before or after Phil Coutinho scores because there's, Phil Coutinho doesn't pass to Origi when he scores Origi stood in exactly the same position as Sturridge going and he's going like you know even though he scores he's still having a go on for not passing and I do wonder right whether the was to pass it's just yeah. that nobody decided to try and you know Coutinho's eight yards out and they're going well, go on then Phil yeah like fucking yeah, fine. Eeyore, you might as well score. Poo, just... Okay, you might as well score. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's um, the, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, that 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 it, it, fair place because you know, I think he's got that one from a few weeks ago on his mind as well. When he he, he just fuck he fucks that chance up, doesn't he? When he doesn't go down, he's like, no, I'm just scoring this. And that was the thing at the time. I said Luis Suarez just scores that. Well, Phil Coutinho's decided, now nah, fuck, I'm just going to... Sh- he's done the five-a-side thing. He's, he's just twatted it as hard as he can. Yeah, he's jacked out of it. Hi, Jack. Um, the, yeah, and I, I can't work out in my head in the timeline of whether Origi is after that, because I think if it's after I that, he's thinking, well, well, if Phil can do this, I'm the centre-forward, of course. You're, and, you're not Phil Coutinho. Yeah, ever. and it's interesting because... Free. Yeah, and, absolutely free. And it, someone pointed out that that's like... That, it changes the goal difference thing, puts us back in the driving seat in the whole goal, Premier League goal difference yeah. thing. But we are ready. Yeah, but like, yeah, it puts us level with. They've City got a game in hand over us, haven't they? Though that's we're, the thing. We're like, like four goals ahead of Arsenal or yeah. something. I think. You um, know what? You know what? Oh, fuck, I've forgotten. Apologies. Okay, do you want me to just talk? Yeah, you just talk. good. Good one. That and I might drop in. Um, the. <laughs> You know what? No, no, me either. Let's move on. Leave, 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 leave <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of. Oh yeah, I do blame. Arigi. Should have had a hat trick. One man should have had a hat trick. Who? Joel Matip. Oh, oh. fucking headers did that man miss? I said, to, I said to Shai, he had a better chance of a hat trick than Coutinho. Oh mate, I turned around to Shai and I said, we're gonna score one of these, and we never did, <laughs> but because it which is astounding. But how many headers we won in the in their eighteen yard box? Like John Matter, that header down, you know. They hit the bar that way. It da- bounces down or up, doesn't it? And it's the bar and comes out and like Lovren got three. I think maybe Emmy Chan. We had, Matip a, we... had four of them. I'm not asked. He had four. <laughs> and Genie Wine Adam's volley. It was like Adam, Adam, I can do it too. Yeah, I'll be honest though. That's a pure swinger, that isn't it? He's, he's full on swung a leg at that. Like I mean, like like it's not because you look at the way you you Adam Lallana. It, he sets, he shapes, and he go. It goes like back across, doesn't it? Why the way it's it? You just wouldn't kick a football deliberately that way at, at a goal. I don't blame him. him. Like yeah, good on him. He never scored an away goal in the Premier League. Um, I, I think the commentator think might have said that. Yeah, I mean we've heard that a lot. Yeah, never. I mean I know he never did it for Newcastle. I don't know whether he's done it. I just can't think whether he's done it for us or not. Um, that would have been some way to. If that is the case, if it's not, then it gives it gives a shit. It would have been a nice goal one way or the other. Yeah, it would have been. The good thing about that, and it, it was one of my favourite moments. Of the whole thing was that. We still scored. We still scored. We still scored. We're like, no, no. Oh, then West Ham shit on second balls, aren't they? <laughs> Mate, they made us look. They make us look so switched on. It's amazing. Yeah, it was a. It was a thoroughly enjoyable afternoon. Again, it? I, I, you know, I was sitting next to that Graham from West Ham Fan TV. He looked after me really well, actually, and he's going, "Phil Casino can take a corner, can he?" And I'm like, 
Oh, no, not normally. <laughs> not normally. First man. First man. Second man. Video jokes. Also first man. Um, video jokes. Tune in to com for the video jokes. Um. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, yeah, it was it was boss mate. And, and as I said, the... It's it's a bit cheerless to say, it, but I kind of <coughs> we kind of should have won that by more than four. You know, we I, I'm glad that we did it by the four because I think we needed to send that message because th- this is the way that the season's been going, and we this has kind of been the narrative for a few weeks now that we're we've been eking things out, haven't we? We've been we've been dragging our corpses across across to the fi- to the finish line, and um, we were looking at. Spurs were just beating teams, and then Man City have just started dicking teams again. Arsenal started started scoring goals, and there's us limping along. It's like it's like, it's definitely from a film, and I can't remember what it is, but it's like like limping along on one foot towards the finish line, and these guys are coming tearing up behind you. <laughs> like like <laughs> it's, it's definitely like it's like maybe like a Terminator film or something. But that that's kind of what kind of what it felt it felt like. Like they're closing, they're breathing heavy down our necks, and we're like we're on crutches. Hobbling away, um, and to be able to just go, you know, and you know, that's why if we'd have been a six or a seven, I wonder how that, you know, how that affects the the mindset of other people. Hopefully, it should be a positive thing for us because you know Arsenal must be thinking now, oh, well, they they do got Sunderland. <laughs> that's what they're thinking. <laughs> well, no, but they they're thinking. We've got to be perfect. Yeah. We've got to because their their mentality prior to that is Liverpool can Liverpool will drop points because they're not scoring goals. So they're, they're, there's a confidence that we'll fuck it up. Yeah. Um, and look, we might still fuck it up. Of course, it's perfectly in our hands to fuck it up. Um, <laughs> but taking our fear, taking our own personal fear away from it. If you were looking at Liverpool now, you'd be like. Shit, we've got to be absolutely on our game. When you feel that you've got to be on your game and you're not a team of absolute winners, that's unnecessary pressure. It's unnecessary pressure and it's pointless for middles, but they don't need to do it, do anything. You know, no one's going to sign you anyway. You've been shit all season. <laughs> you're not playing for a move to another club here. You're all shit. Mm. Um, you're playing for your place in the in the, in the championship. <laughs> now, but being serious, like um, here's the thing. Liverpool needed to score goals. We scored goals. Yep. We were brilliant. Yep. We need to start the game fast, massively. That's the that's the key for me. If we start like we started the second half against West Ham, we'll bulldoze them. Yeah. And, and because again, like I, I talked before about appetite, they won't have the appetite for a fight for ninety minutes. Yeah. If we blitz them early and get them running around the field and just prove that we're the better side, they'll be like. Lads, I can't really be asked. Yeah, well, no, it's that's exactly that, and that's exactly what's happened, hasn't it? And it's it just goes to show, though, that you know, we and we are and we have been this team for a while. Liverpool need that second goal, yeah, you know, and we're just not a team 
we can do it. We've shown we've been so pragmatic in the last month and a half or whatever, and it's you know it's an enc- it's encouraging that we've got that Shit, in our locker. Yeah, yeah, but you know, but it's but it's encouraging that we've got that in our lockers because when you when you do that under Benitez or or Ulie, you're thinking what a tactical what a tactical masterclass, you know that that kind of stuff. But in order to be the, the Liverpool that we need Liverpool to be. We need to score the second goal, and that's where you could see it, the, 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 the palpable relief when we got that second goal against West Ham because they maintain the positivity of it, which is great, of saying, no, we're going to keep going because we are going to get that, that second goal, and that's that's helped by the fact that they're not causing you any problems at going the other way, of course. Um, but that's the thing about Middlesbrough, and that's the thing about the, the nerves and the fear and all that, and you're dead right, is that it's not just about getting that first goal, it's about going back to that foot-on-the-throat mentality and and going to destroy teams because you've got to you've got to do that because you're right. The second we score, if we get if we can get a second goal at any point of that game without conceding prior to it, Middlesbrough will fall to pieces because yeah. why would why wouldn't they? Why would you be asked? You know. And um, I was encouraged. I, what I liked about the performance yeah, um, on Sunday was that it was it had hallmarks of a lot of the stuff we've done lately. There was no, there was it wasn't. 100% agency, mm. go, 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 we need, you know what I mean, like, all all out, fucking throw everything in the kitchen, the kitchen together, we were really intelligent with how we, how we used it, we knew that we were going to get our chances, and I just think it's, there was a, I think there was, again, there's a confidence from having Daniel Sturridge, and Divock Origi, and Adam Lallana, and Phil Coutinho, in that side, because when you're the rest of the play, you're Milner, and you're Emre Chan and you're Gini Wijnaldum, and all that, and you're just thinking, one of these guys is going to win this game for us. I've just got to get the ball into the... I've just got to do my little bit and then I'll get it to them and that'll, that'll sort it did, out. We did that by Phil Coutinho's position on the pitch. You know, too often over the last few weeks, Coutinho's been dropping deeper and deeper to get the ball. Now it's completely different when you when you you, you lose a man from the front three for Phil to get the ball because he's got two options ahead of him. When he starts somewhere and he's got... Th- three players ahead of him, it's completely different. You know, you go into three players ahead of him or, or two, like, and, and the positioning of them obviously affects it and stuff as well. That's me tricky. But what for me is, we've been, like, Lucas, Chan, Wijnaldum, they've all played really well. Yeah. But not one of them can really thread that ball consistently through a midfield. So we end up playing this sideways passes, which we've talked long and hard about all season long. Yeah. Phil Coutinho gets the ball, and he knows where to put the ball. You know what each of them is? Each of them is that player in five sides who sits deep because they basically not not because they're amazing at football. It's because oh, I can't I can't keep running. I'll 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 and they, and they go and dominate that that slot. But then just not and there's one you've always got that one lad who can you've got to be really good to be able to not to to be freed from not doing all the running kind of thing. But you, yeah, it's it's that is the the Emery chant taking Lucas out, putting Emery in there. It was just. Smoother. It was, just, it was just so much easier for us to get the ball up to our attackers because mm-hmm. of Phil Coutinho playing in that midfield. And how much better was Genie Wijnaldum as well? He had a, he had a shocker last week, um, and he just looked again. He like he was free to do what he was doing, not not being tasked with winning the football match for us, but we were tasked for doing all the the legwork for the guys who were going to win the football that's match the for thing, us. That's when he played plays much better, isn't it? Yeah. You know, when he's played with Adam Milana, when he played with Coutinho, when he's playing. A facilitator role in the side, he does much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely agree with that. Um, yeah, fantastic. Anyway, um, it makes it just makes the football more relaxing, more enjoyable. You obviously went out and had a great, a great old drink with the with the boys, um, and you've you've adopted the uh, the West Ham colours for this week as well. Shankly Red, this one. Shankly Red. Uh, yeah, worth mentioning, actually, that if you people are watching on the subscriber show, that the subscriber content is sponsored by Love Follow Conquer, which is why if you're watching, we've got we're wearing awesome things uh, provided by the guys. They are quality. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, please get get over to lovefollowconquer.com and, and, and buy some boss stuff. Um let's move on, Middlesbrough. Uh, we've talked. We've talked. I think we've talked about it by and large. But this is. It is what it is, isn't it? It's. It's one more push. I saw someone. Uh, someone tweeted us about again. We talked about about making it into an occasion. I'd hope now. I mean, obviously, it, it will depend upon midweek results. But I, I can't see Arsenal not not doing the business against Sunderland. I think it will come down to the final game of the season, and because it's a one-off, all or nothing. Kind of thing. Cup final. Ex- exactly. It should have enough 
hopefully please dear god enough of the occasion about it that we should we're right to greet the coach we're right to start singing 10 minutes before the you know before the game kicks off that kind of stuff and hopefully we can create that big if you can't do push. it now when are you going to do it no exactly yeah seriously are you saving yourself for the fucking champions league well you're not going we're not going to get in the champions league if we don't if we don't do this that's it, mate. I just need it. I need it so much. Like, <laughs> you brought the fear back to me again. <laughs> Sad. Uh, okay, so we um, we ask you to to write reviews uh, and leave questions in said reviews on iTunes of the podcast. And then when that happens, um, we take those comments and we uh, and we read some of them out on the show. It's a little bit more smooth this week because I've pre-prepared. Thanks to Sai who sent it to me. Let's uh, get stuck in then. Um, Five star content. Five star review. Uh, keep by two. Th- oh, it's loads of numbers. Uh, keep the great content. Questions. If United win the Europa League this season, what does it say about us last year? Uh, we are making progress, yes, but considering we had two finals last year, extended questions to seven, eight, nine. Sands make us more likely to win trophies next season. But okay, that's that's too many. We'll do the first one. Does the, does United winning the Europa League is that relevant to us? Um, if you make if you're asking a question about it, yeah, of course it is. I think. Does it stop us showing progression? No. Does it mean we were the better side in the league? Yes. Have they had a more successful season? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I think they do. I think you know if United come out of this with the charity, the Community Shield, the Capital One Cup, and the Europa League, you just can't you count on the Community it's, Shield. I'm not counting. Look, it's two trophies, but you know ultimately it's three honours, isn't it? At the okay. end of the day, like, okay. um, you had a ten a ten minute tirade about that. What it doesn't does, count? Look, it doesn't count. But when <laughs> you when you are talking about a successful season, yeah, absolutely. I think that's fair. You only count it? The, you only count it when you've won other when you've won yeah, other stuff. Look, they, they, they've won two major trophies. That's what matters. Yeah, um, they will have won or could win two major trophies. Yeah. Ultimately, they have put their eggs in the Europa League basket, so we don't know where they've where they'd have finished in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. I think we weren't a true eighth last season, much yeah. the same way, but we have shown progression. I we did a show on ball seat yesterday. I think we're closer to winning the Premier League title than Manchester United are. Wow. That's Genuine. a bold statement. Well, look, we, on, the, on, the, on the course of an entire league season, we're ahead of them. They mm-hmm. can't finish above us. Um, I think we know how to win games better than they do. Mm-hmm. I think they've got a very good manager who tactically can play well in Europe and always has done. I think his tactics are a little bit outdated for the Premier League nowadays. I think you have to go and try and win games against the top six because you can win one game and lose two and get the same points as Mourinho will get in three games. Yeah. You know what I mean, and uh, you know the way that he sets up these sides to not win. Look, they're going to spend spend big. Liverpool are going to spend big as well. I think that without without being too big and looking forward too much to next season, I just think we're a lot closer than people think we are. Yeah, and I think last season we were a lot closer than people think we are. You know, the gap might be. I think it's. Is it 20 points now? I think Chelsea won last night. It might be 17. I'm not sure. Um, that's a big gap to Chelsea. Yeah. And probably because both teams didn't have European football, mm-hmm. that you know it, it, it's highlighted even more. But Klopp knows how to deal with European football. Let's not pretend he doesn't. Yeah. And to, Antonio Conte knows how to deal with European football. Liverpool will sign players. The players that we're linked with will improve us. We're not. It doesn't look like we're signing loads of squad players. It looks like we've got some real top targets. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're going to sign a like if, it, if we sign. Is it Andy Robertson or whatever? Neil. Neil Robertson. Neil Robertson's the snooker player. Is it the same? Hang on. And I don't know. Neil Robertson's the world number one in snooker, I think. Hang on, Neil Robertson is the name of the is it the name of the lad who started? I, I, I really don't know. The 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 left back from Hull. I, I think it's Andy. Andy, to be honest with you. go I mean, ahead. We have a way of checking that, but I, we'll. Check I've checked. I've checked the, the Premier League. So, yeah, seventeen points. What was the fucking question I've been talking for ages? About Man United and the Europa League and whether it, 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 it's a great season I, for them. I think yeah, it, that's the thing about it is that it. They will essentially have had the season that we failed to have last season if they win both those cups because we were in that we were we got to the final of both those competitions and we fluffed our lines both times. The difference is, and it's easy to say this because I qualify this with because of course Southampton have had the the, the better of us this year. They had Southampton in the League Cup final, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic fucking won it for them. We and then they're gonna go and have Ajax who. By all accounts, we're only the third best. Only like the third best team. Everyone was expecting Leon to do to to do them. And Ajax are in a in a, a phase of 
re- of rebuilding with a young team and what have you and trying to get trying to get things Just back on back on track. As well. well, exactly. They're trying well, to the last they, day of the season. Yeah, they put a team of kids out, you know, and then final go and, and get the win. Well, it was all fired up with it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, cool. The, but yeah, the thing is, but the point is, Ajax are not a power anymore. But they they are. There's a potential, but either way, what I'm driving at is European pedigree, though, and that's, exactly. that counts for something. But, but what I'm driving at is that not not relevant European pedigree, like Sevilla got who we who we got in the final, who just won the fucking competition three years on the bounce or whatever. Um, so the, that, that's a difference, and that's the extenuating circumstances. There's Defo an alternate universe where look, we lost the League Cup final on penalties. You know, Manchester yeah, exactly. You know, we were what we were one. We were one nil up in the in, in the Europa League final in that. And it, and it's a day where Divock Origi doesn't get clocked by his injury isn't as bad against Funes Money. There's a different. This is the point. Is I don't think. I think it's un. I don't. It's it feels right to judge and to compare because they're in similar. They're in all the same positions that we we were in last year. But for me. If they, you can't. It's to be commended them winning silverware because you've got it. Winning silverware is what it's all about. But when I look at what they've done and again the money they've spent and all this kind of stuff, it's still it's still a disappointment for Man United because just as far rebuilding this season as they were last season. They've Mm. not they've not improved really. You know because of the Zlatan injury, is he going to come back? Mm. That that's a big injury to take at thirty five years. I'm not writing him off. Mm. I didn't think this season he'd be as good as he was, but he's you know so I'm not going to write him off again. But you've got question marks over who's going to start up top for them. Yeah. Michael Carrick's getting on to 36 years old yeah. now. And the Herrera's a great player, but they need someone to play alongside him. Luke Shaw's not the left-back that they thought mm-hmm. he was. I don't think he's been good enough. Yeah. Um, both Smalling and Jones are absolute fucking tears. Yeah. You know, Bailey, Bailey's come in and Blind's really been, been good. Yeah. You know, um, De Gea still might go again. You know, that could be a massive hmm. loss to Manchester United. Um so there, are, there is positions in their team, and you know what the worrying thing is? Yeah. They're all the same positions as ours, by the way. Yeah. You know, centre midfielder, an attacking forward, a centre forward, left back question mark, centre back question marks, and then maybe the goalkeeper as well. So Manchester United are, I think, further away from winning the league than we are, and I think I'm justified in saying that because I think you know we showed earlier on the season that we can. Get to the top of the Premier League table. Yeah. Manchester United haven't shown that. No, Man United have been sixth all season, pretty much, haven't they? Like now, you're right. I, I, so yeah, I think there's something. I think there's there's heart to be taken from the fact that yeah, they'll finish the season with silverware. Definitely one, definitely one and a half, and potentially you know three. <laughs> um, that we we simply didn't get, and that's a, that's a that's a that's a failure in Liverpool's part. But you can lose finals. It's, a, it's, a, it's one game of footy you know what I mean that's that, that, that's the thing for me I think we're I, I think we're you know it's far more commendable what we'll have done in two seasons than what they've what what, what they'll have done in, in, in some respects because you don't break the world transfer record for a footballer and finish sixth in the Premier League I don't you know what I mean I, I, and I, I, that's that's the thing that's the thing that's the thing for me I, I, yeah <coughs> I'm not sure I, I, I agree with that I think you know, Manchester United make a lot more money than us. Mm. So ultimately, I think they've. They, I, I agree that they don't. They haven't spent it wisely mm-hmm. because they've spent a shit ton of money. But ultimately, they earn that money, and we don't. Yeah. So, but my, sorry, my point. Yeah, no, true. But my, my point is, is that the thing is that I, for me, Man United winning the League Cup and the Europa League. Is 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 commendable because you've got to win what you're in, blah blah blah. But I think that's more. It's more of a papering over the cracks thing for Man United. Whereas I think it would it was it would have been a sign of really genuine progression for Liverpool to have those things. And look, we'll we'll know it in a year about Man United and what happens. It wouldn't shock me to to see them do do what Mourinho did at Chelsea um, in the start of his second spell. And where Madrid and Inter Milan and win the league in a second season. Yeah, exactly. You know, he said he said the basis there. At the start of the season, Manchester United were one of the heavy favourites when Mourinho got in. And have they fuck been anywhere near the yeah, top of the table? Exactly. Uh, okay, uh, Liam from Lytham, five stars for the five times. Um, if you could have one manager in the world to be a part of Klopp's coaching staff, who would it be? That is such a bloody good question. I'm just gonna, ch- I'm just gonna go with an easy answer. Are you going Rafa? I'm going Rafa. I just have him for those, for those, for those games where we need to go and dog, dog a result out. Rafa was all over that. All over that shit. Sure, you know. Um, 
I one was manager or coach was it manager manager okay um, why who would you have if it was coach I was just I was just narrowing it <laughs> I think I'd take Thomas Tuchel okay sweet bring him back into the under the wing yeah Wagner um, cool yeah uh, uh, THG3 do you think Klopp is a one-dimensional manager when it comes to tactics? And do you think the low clubs know what's coming and that's why uh, results have been disappointing against them? No, I don't think so. I think he's proved this season that, <coughs> and last season that he's played only one time, but he's played a diamond. He's played 4-3-3, he's played 4-2-3-1. Yeah. We've played three at the back. I mean, just basing it on that alone, I think that answers the question. Yeah, I think, I think it's, he's, he struggles in game sometimes. Yeah. But I wonder whether that one of the time of that was prior to the weekend, which would make sense. I think we got a few of those comments, obviously comments from last week's um, in the comments section on the on the blog post on the website as well. And a lot of them are very much in that like it's a bit doom and gloom about about the whole thing. But I do. If, whether it was by luck or by you know by, whether it was engineered, yeah, you know, it's that that's the thing about the, the weekend's performance is that that's a completely different approach to playing football and it and it, and it's worked and you can say what we were doing even though it wasn't pretty was working prior to that point completely different to how we played at the at, at the start of the season the most important thing ultimately is we've engineered wins and I think the, the complaint is that plan B in inverted commas that people like to like to throw about I think we've got plan B's I think people people don't want a plan B people just want us to win football matches and, and plan B's is, is up there with zonal marking for the the easiest things to grasp for when things aren't quite when you don't win a game of football yeah. uh, effectively but you've just reminded me it's got nothing to do, it's got nothing really to do with anything but um why are you marking why are you marking space lad space never scored like classic old school coach you know, oh, he's, he's got talking all, about fucking zonal marking he's saying he's got all he's got all the keys to unlock the doors but he doesn't know which keys to use for what oh, yeah it's fucking bullshit somebody said about Libby Garcia prick um yeah, thanks for your iTunes questions. As I say, leave a review on iTunes if you want to leave five stars as well. That would be glorious. Uh, and we'll answer some of your questions next week. We'll move on to move on to uh, Twitter and website, etc. Questions. Do the website one first. Actually, in fact, it's not a question. It's a mo- it is a comment. In fact, uh, Alit underscore LFC going up from where did the um, ninety nine come from? Pardon. The ninety nine come from in terms of ice cream. Did you, did you, oh, zone yeah, out? Did you yeah, totally yeah, zone yeah, out for a second no, there? I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking about? I was trying to work out what you were saying, Paul. Okay. Um, in the days of the monarchy in Italy, the king had an elite guard consisting of 99 soldiers. That's what I said. No, he didn't. Yes, I did. Now Go you, back, listen. Subsequently, anything really special or first class was known as 99. Yeah. Thanks, no, you thanks said it, for repeating me. You points. said it was to do with 99p. No, I said 99 soldiers. I said there was three things. One was a street name uh-huh. uh, where they sold the shop. It was 99 something. And then after that, about 15 minutes later, I said I remembered the other one. And it was the 90, it was the King's Guard, you remember? I'm going to go, do you know what? Fuck you all. I'm going to get it on ACAS now. Um, started. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, Simon at... Sajmon J, uh, take four managers from the current bottom half and put them in the top four. <laughs> Who would do it best and why? Is it deserved for some to get the chance? This actually, uh, there was an interesting tweet I saw that about Marco Silva and how Hull's f- form since he took over would have had them twelfth in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, which is which is brilliant, you know, when you consider it. And yeah, he he he'll get absolutely no credit as a manager whatsoever. Um, uh, and Cle- look, Clement as well, mate. You mm. know what I mean? He, he comes from a coaching job at Bayern Munich, doesn't he? Comes in as the third manager this season at Swansea. Yeah, they were down. Yeah. They were fully down, yeah. and he somehow managed to get them safe. So there's two managers there that you can talk about that have been superb. Let's not let's not forget as well Sam Allardyce at Crystal Palace. Mm. There's another team that was supposed to be going down this season. Yeah, and he's come in. He's had a hell of a season. He's been unbeaten as England manager, and he's come in and he's taken Crystal Palace out of the relegation zone. <laughs> Amazing. Um, who do you think of the managers then in the bottom half of the table? If you had to pick our manager, who would do it? Who would do it best? Who would, which of the bottom half managers would have would do the best job in the top four? Clement, How? 
See, I'm not sure there's enough evidence for Clement yet, but I, I, Eddie Howe, I think Eddie Howe would be a good would be a good shout. It's a shame because you'd give him the Arsenal job five years ago, and I think he could do what he could basically pick up and do what Arsene Wenger's been doing mm. by and large. Um, I don't know whether he's got enough edge or experience to take them. You know, if they miss out on top four this season, whether he's got the edge to that Wenger lacks, you know what I mean, that, that little bit of nastiness or bite or whatever that team probably needs. But I think Eddie Al could, you're right, I think Eddie Al could do a good job. I actually think Village is a good manager as well. I think, you know, they've struggled this season, but you saw what he can do last season a little bit. Yeah. I think he, I think he'll get to a big club and he'll prove himself. Really? I'm not, that's not to, I think he's got like, he's got the personality to be a little bit. Antonio Conte light almost you know that Simeone light yeah Simeone light type of a player and he had a great a great career as well you know um, both national and uh, international national what the fuck um, <laughs> national and international the same thing yeah <laughs> when he, he's playing his home matches for Croatia and when he's playing his away matches I, for you Croatia know what? again a manager that's done really well this season Sean Dyche Okay. Second lowest wage bill in the in the league. Is that right? Stoke fourteenth. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I said Stoke could drop off massively it's this season. Bad, isn't on it? Predictor, and everyone laughed at me. Although mm. I did have them, as I think I had them as eighteenth. No shouts for the uh, for for Shakespeare. No. no. Um, okay, sound last Jan, uh, I Huntley Chipper. Um, what do you think the club should do with Carius loan backup? Give him another go. I think he has the potential to be our first choice. Yeah, I think he does have the potential to be our first choice. I think you—it's so hard to tell when you haven't seen anyone play for four, five, six months, isn't yeah. it? That's what it comes down to. It's the opportunities, isn't it, that are going to be available to carry us right now. He is just a backup because yeah. Simon Minu- There's not many keepers in the Premier League on this season's form that you take over Simon Minuli. Yeah, that's the God's honest truth. No, no, it's true. You know, he's played better than Petacek. Mm-hmm. He's played, he's made one error all season, I think. Yeah. One major error. I, I don't really count the David Luis one though, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. So um maybe it's arguable he's had two in what probably thirty games or something. Yeah, no. That's pretty good for a goalkeeper. Like. Yeah, so it, it's all about opportunities and if he's not gonna get if we're in the Europa League and he's gonna be our European keeper and he's gonna be our League Cup keeper and he's gonna be our FA Cup keeper, yeah. It might be worth keeping him around. But if you're gonna stick with Simon Minula in all those competitions, maybe apart from the League Cup then is eight games really enough? Yeah, no, that's a good, it's a very good point. And it poses the question about Danny Ward as well. Um, but yeah, no, I'd like to see Carrius get a go. It is the thing, it's like, as a in if I continue the mentality that I've had, because it's the mentality that Liverpool have always had, then keep him round. And, and, you know, and I think Jürgen Klopp's going to be more inclined to do that. We said this, I think, the other week out. I think he'll keep players a season longer than maybe Liverpool have kept players in the past to give them a little bit more chance to adapt or settle or, or have a go. If I was being ruthless this summer, I'd still be ruthless and I'd upgrade. I'd upgrade both for the for, for shits and giggles. You know what I mean? If I could, if I could, if it, if it if it was playing fantasy football essentially, but no, I, I like Carries and he's definitely got something. And the fact is, he's improved. Me, if he is the thing, he's improved Minule's game by being there. So it stands the reason with more years under his. You know, he's he's, he's a few years younger than Minule. That. He is get he could overtake. He's got every chance of overtaking Minule again. And if he can, if he can, Why be better. Ball? Well, exactly, exactly that. You know, only the only reason you get rid shit. is if he's not good, or in terms of like you feel like he needs to. Play, he's at that age where he's gonna have to play football, and that's the that that is the big issue with Carius is that as a goalkeeper, you don't become a good goalkeeper by not playing football matches. You know that you you just all you're doing is asking to become one of those keepers who either ends up having to drop down a division to get to get football, or you are perennially the backup goalkeeper places. And um and and that the thing is, there's a ceiling to that because the top clubs take top. Formerly top goalkeepers, or whatever. look at Pepe Reina and Jesse Dudek, who went to you know where Pepe went to Real Madrid and uh, so um, Dudek went to Real Madrid and Pepe went to Bayern Munich, and you know just to go and because good backup options, Carriers won't be able to reach that level unless he plays top games. But he's got he's got time on his side, which is the which is the very much the good thing for him. Um, one final question before we wrap up the audio version, we will continue with more questions, of course, on the website. Tobias Backland. Uh, McManaman or Fowler, which of our 
best performers in the 90s would you have in the current starting 11? Now, that question is, leaves us open to adding others, but for the sake of simplicity, first off, who would you rather have in this team? McManaman or Fowler? Fowler? Yeah. Okay. I'd go with McManaman. That's fine. Why Fowler? Because he scores goals. Okay. Why McManaman? Because we are desperately lacking a pacey winger who's tricky, scores goals. I'm fit. And he's fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think we could... <clears throat> I think a McManaman this season would probably have sorted us out more than maybe more than a Fowler, but you're right, Robbie Fowler. If, if if we're talking Robbie Fowler, thirty goal a season, Robbie Fowler, then I'd have, I'd love a thirty goal a season, Robbie Fowler all yeah, day. Nice to have a Robbie Fowler and Daniel Sturridge up top. Mm, too many left footers, Chris. Um, <laughs> can't get enough of them. For the field. It's, <laughs> no. it's down at the back. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, we I, we'll, we'll spread that out to other other best Liverpool players from the nineties um, in the subscriber exclusive section. Nice. I think it's quite interesting. Questions still to come. Then uh, any links to players that have got you fizzing in your pants. Um, would how would Rafa do under FSG? Uh, which home team team's home fans would you prefer to sit with the most, and why? Marvel DC. Stay tuned if you're watching on the RedmenTV.com. If you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, etc., etc. Thank you very much for listening. What are these um, Pod Bay. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, are we then, on that? Uh, yeah. No idea. Um, I'll check. I'm not going to check. So, yeah, thanks very much for listening. Uh, As I say, rate and review, big big time. We like that stuff. Leave your comments and your questions. And if you want more of the podcast, come to theredmentv.com where we answer more of your questions and we do more of this stuff in video form. Uh, Ta-ra, walk on.